episode of All Day with Ellie. It is my panel. It is my panel from Fan Expo Vancouver. I was live on TikTok for the duration of the panel and I've taken the video and I've drawn the audio and I decided to post it as an episode. I will be posting the full video as well somewhere on social media along with clips and you know all that jazz. But I thought it would be really awesome to share it as an episode as well. This was the coolest experience ever. I had so much fun. I had no idea that my panel would get accepted, but then it did. And it was the best experience ever. And I got to have it with my good friend Grayson, who is an absolute gem and a wonderful person as well. I mean, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this. I won't get into too many details of what the panel is going to talk about right now because I'm going to explain it all. I'm going to explain it all in the panel. (laughs) But uh, just the gist of it once more, it is how fandom goes beyond fiction and how it is such a positive force in our lives. So I hope you all enjoy this panel. I hope you enjoy this discussion on fandom. And of course, I would love to hear how fandom has impacted your lives in positive ways. So be sure to share with me any of the stories that you may have. But I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to let past me take the reins and introduce the panel. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. We're going to get started with our panel today. I'm very excited to be here. So welcome to Beyond Fiction. Uh, because fandom is a very important part of our lives and frankly we're all at Fan Expo so it's a big part of all of our lives and again I'm so excited to be here. My name is Ellie. I am the host of All Day with Ellie, a podcast. It's also known as All Day Show. With me today I also have my friend Grayson. I'm going to give him a minute to go ahead and introduce himself. Hi guys, my name is Grayson. Um, I'm primarily known as a cosplayer here. Uh, in Vancouver. Uh, I've been cosplaying since, oh gosh, how long has it been? <laughs> like 2018, 2017. It's been a while. Uh, I've been going to Fan Expo and Revo ECC for like quite a while. Um, I'm mostly known for cosplaying uh, superheroes, so recently I did debated uh, Captain America. I'm well known for Percy Jackson and Nightwing. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to be here and talk to you guys today. So. Yeah. We also have donuts if anybody wants them, so (laughs) come on up. I mean, at the end of it, we'll give um, everyone a chance to share any of their fandom stories as well, so you can always pick up a little treat at the end as well. But let's get into kind of the introduction of our panel today. So again, we are discussing fandom and how it goes beyond fiction. It plays an important role in my life. It plays a very important role in Grayson's life, and I'm sure it also plays a very important life um, thing in all of your lives. But today, we're going to be focusing on a number of different pillars, including comfort, inspiration, and community. I felt that those three really exemplified how fandom has impacted my life in many ways. But before really getting into it, I'm going to quickly touch on the inspiration of this panel. I was um, just 
hanging out one day thinking about two of my friends, Ashley and Kennedy, and I started thinking about how we all met. And it was through a Discord server and how we just bonded over our love for Marvel, the world, the characters, every little thing about it. We quickly became quick friends. And that was like three years ago and we still talk like every single day. We're all very important part of each other's lives. So thinking about them and how we came together because of fandom really allowed me to think about how fandom has influenced my life. And I slowly started developing the panel idea for today. And now here we are, it got, <laughs> it got accepted. <laughs> and now we're sitting here, um, very excited to talk to you all and break everything down. So let's get into it. All right, so we're gonna, of course, start off with comfort. Fandom brings a lot of comfort into my life and it gets broken down into different kind of ways of how it impacts my life. And one of it is kind of like escape and tranquility. It's my escape. And when things get tough in life, if things get difficult, I can look to fandom, I can look to the things I love just to have a bit of an escape to just kind of put my mind at ease. And I don't know about you, Grayson, do you have any examples to kind of share in your life of how it's provided comfort for you? Oh, it, all the time. <laughs> um, so I can, the earliest memory I can think of is that, like, um, you know, being a kid and uh, having undiagnosed ADHD at the time. Um, Relatable. <laughs> who isn't? Um, yeah. Finding characters was, like, one of the ways to, like, connect with people. Um, I tend to find myself being like a bit of a loner kid. I was talking with my mom about this. Apparently, like I was very shy and like as a kid, and so I, I remember like attaching to like certain characters. Also relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like as uh, a kid, the earliest character I can remember was um, Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. <laughs> very nice. Like specifically the Blue Ranger. And I think part of it was because um, it was the only Asian representation I had at the time. But uh, also, like, I also saw, like, you know, he was a strong character as well as, like, you know, he's able to stand up for himself, something I couldn't do. So I kept watching that show, like, all the time, just wanting to be, like, the Blue Ranger. So to me, as a kid, back then, it was really comforting to see, like, wow, like, you know, I could be something like this, you know. And then later, like, fandoms helped me, you know, throughout my entire life. Um, I'm trying to think of, like... Especially like, um, like say Nightwing, I started reading comic books at 16 and um, around that time it was, um, I was trying to like grow into myself like as a young adult and through comic books I was able to meet um, a bunch of like cosplay friends. Uh, funny enough, um, there's a vendor here that has known me since I was 16. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and like they still remember me from back then, you know, being a teenager, picking up comic books ditching school to go get comic books. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? So yeah. I think it's so crazy, especially thinking about growing up. I mean, I was a big reader as a kid. Mm -hmm. I was the kid who would be in their bedroom, supposed to be asleep, but under the covers with a book and a little flashlight, trying to get a few more chapters in and just immerse myself into whatever world mm -hmm. I was reading about. and. I'm a little bad at reading now, but <laughs> <laughs> I still love immersing myself into each of those worlds, and it's been interesting to see how it's transitioned and mm -hmm. how you kind of connect with the characters. Because growing up, I mean, I feel like being a kid, it was so easy to just 
develop those connections to characters, mm -hmm. and it's only kind of grown from there. Now being an adult, I connect with the characters in different ways, and sometimes I revisit old stories, and it's really interesting to see how my relationship with the world has changed mm -hmm. with them. But it still provides so much comfort, which kind of like leads into the nostalgia aspect of comfort as well, mm -hmm. because there's so much nostalgia in fandoms and fiction and the worlds that we immerse ourselves in. I agree with that. Um, one of the things I thought about was um, looking back at like, in terms of, you know, when I first started cosplay and, and now, like I've changed like so much over time. Mm -hmm. But like with nostalgia with that, like it always brings me back to like, feeling safe and feeling comfort and feeling like, you know, I can be who I am here and mm -hmm. not have to worry about like, um, you know, taxes or anything like that, the adult issues. Oh my gosh, all the adult issues. Don't even get me started. I mean, I feel like thinking about how I was wholly unprepared for it, that's a whole other conversation, not for today. <laughs> I think but, we both were. <laughs> but thinking about like fiction and nostalgia, mm -hmm. are there any kind of like specific examples that you have of fiction that brings you just an overwhelming feel of nostalgia? Uh, aside from Power Rangers, I would say Percy Jackson. Yeah, I remember reading that as a kid, and th this was one of the first characters that like actually got me. Yeah. And, you know, on being a ADHD, but also being like a kid who's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and that character, like, as a kid back then, uh, it just held so much like depth to my heart to be like, wow, there is actually someone exactly like me. And, you know, looking at today, you know, the series came out recently as well as like, you know, the new book as well. Like reading that book was like, oh my gosh, I forgot how this feels to feel like a kid again. So I was like, wow. I feel like the world of Percy Jackson is so rich. It is so incredible. I got into it very late in life, which broke my heart because I was like, wow, I've been missing out. You have. I've been missing out on the series and I only really got into it kind of like last year. I had read the first book many years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I like remember reading The Lightning Thief when I was in high school, I think. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, I never finished the series, which I, oh, trust me, I know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's wrong <laughs> with me. But now I'm into what the heroes of olympus right now mm. and i'm just so obsessed like it's so and good it's such an incredible world in the way i feel very seen in these characters and it's like wow i feel like my life would have been really different if i started reading them when i was a kid mm -hmm. or even just like in high school like or whatever point in life where i got introduced to it i feel like my life would have been deeply impacted by it but now it's still also really amazing reading it kind of like as an adult and like seeing this incredible work world that Rick created mm -hmm. and is continuing to create, which is awesome. And I, I love, that's like one of my favorite things is how much he also loves this world. Oh yeah. And I feel like that's what makes it better. Mm -hmm. Whenever the author, the writer, the creator has a deep connection to the world that they're creating, it has a deeper impact for my life as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's such an important aspect of fandom as well is if you're watching your favorite movie series and seeing how involved the creator is. And I feel like Marvel is another example when it comes to that because you've got all of these incredible comics. I absolutely love them. There's so many great stories and so many ways that these 
you get to know these characters. Like, I love Spider-Man. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> I love Spider-Man. But being able to read so many different uh, comics that he's in and, like, seeing his story unravel and seeing his personality come through and all the deep layers to it, it's amazing. But it's also amazing because the writers also love this character and they also love, you know, exploring how Peter interacts with other characters and how his relationships impact his life and his decisions and it's very important to me and I love it so much but I'm kind of like on the topic of like Marvel and nostalgia my mind always thinks about like the MCU oh <laughs> and I'm I rewatch like it all every single year basically yeah and I'm always hit with nostalgia whenever I watch it and I actually wrote down one of the lines because Funny enough, I actually just watched Iron Man the other weekend with my friend. And um, you get to the end of the movie. Nick Fury is in Tony Stark's living room. Tony Stark comes in and he's just like, "Like, who, who are you? Like, What are you doing here? But Nick Fury hits him with a line. Mr. Stark, you've become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. And then finishes off with, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. And every single time I hear Nick say that line, I'm like, oh my gosh. It's happening. My rewatch is beginning. I'm going to be watching like the Infinity Saga. I'm going to be see all these characters I know and love and see their story unfold into heartbreak because I always uh. cry a lot during Infinity War and Endgame. And then it's like little moments like that. And then even with the Avengers movie, mm -hmm. hearing the Avengers theme and hearing the various character themes and just seeing that like kind of like first moment of what that universe was becoming is such an incredible thing for me and makes me so happy. I feel like I can never be upset once I hear that theme. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, like this is my world. Like these are my people. No, I totally agree. Um, you know what's funny about that? Uh, slight remind, I used to work at the Disney store and the uh, the opening to like the Avengers 2 movie like always played in the background. Mm -hmm. And just hearing that like, even if like I'm at somewhere random, I'd be like, oh. Man, it takes me back to the time where, like, you know, when Marvel was, like, really good. It's still really good now, but, like, back then, like, when it was brand new to us, like, it was, it was like... so oh, exciting. Right? Oh, my gosh. I was always so hyped for the next movie and how the story intertwined with another. Right. That, and that was another thing. Like, we never had that in, like, any other, like, yeah. movie franchise. So, like, having our characters, like, interact with each other, like, that was just so exciting. Because, like, each other series that we could have had each movie was still kind of like independent in itself mm -hmm. but this was the first time where it's like oh here's like a Thor movie a Captain America movie an Iron Man movie and then a team up movie and like they're all connected though all their stories like intertwine and there's layers upon each other mm -hmm. and it builds up to something insane but you take one of them away you're gonna lose you're gonna lose an element exactly of that bigger story and I feel like and Marvel is very good at that, like making sure like there's a little piece of something in that movie. So you have to watch everything to go back yeah. to it. Yeah. And, and I love stories like that. I mean, I love series. I love the different mm -hmm. franchises. It's like Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I mean, because they started with the trilogy, the, the, the first, first trilogy, three, yeah. and then you got the prequels, mm -hmm. and it was just adding to the story. It was just building upon what was established and giving you more history and context. And it just kind of went up from there. And even when you get your independent stories like Rogue One and Solo, mm -hmm. it just further, you still know a lot. Mm -hmm. But that also still intertwines into what you already know 
So, wow. I think the other thing is that with the new series coming out, um, it also gives like more meaning behind the original series and like the prequels because there's a lot of gaps that they have not filled. But with these shows, like they're filling in those gaps mm -hmm. and watching the the prequels, you know, back now, it's like it, they're so much better like than we than we thought it was back then. I just love how much we get. I think it's crazy how much we get. It's amazing. Um, I mean, like last year, I went to Star Wars Celebration and got previews of a lot of the, a lot of the shows that are coming out right now and have come out. And it's so exciting to see. I mean, first of all, in regards to like fandom being immersed with so many other people who also love Star Wars, like that was like the craziest part for me. It's like the same thing as being at Fan Expo with you're surrounded by people who also love Marvel, Star Wars, anime. Percy Jackson like there's so many there's a place for all of us there and within fandom and I think that's also like a very comforting thought mm -hmm. is that you have a place in fandom I agree with that yeah <laughs> I think it's just probably we'll unpack it more in, in, in with the community section but there's a place for all of us and I think that's like a very special thing about fandom and you never really feel alone whenever you enter a fandom and I think that's a very special thing um, but leading on to the next thing let's discuss how inspiration can be brought from fandom inspiration can be broken down to a lot of things it can be looked at in regards to how these characters can empower us or teach us lessons um, you know we can look to them as examples of how to overcome adversity but also we can look at another side of inspiration that kind of looks at what has fandom encouraged us to do? What have we been inspired to do with our love for fandom or the things that we are passionate about? So let's get into it. Grayson, you want to kick us off? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so empowering narratives. Um, for me, one of the things that I always found inspirational about specifically like superheroes yeah. was uh, their morals and what they stand for. And, you know, as a kid, you know, you're still trying to navigate the world behind and trying to figure out like, you know, what your place mm -hmm. is. Uh, for me, at least, uh, one of the things that comics have showed me was, uh, you know, how these heroes show their morals. You know, like Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, you have Cap who's like, you know, he doesn't stand he doesn't want uh, bullies around and things like that. And for me, it just wanted me to inspire to be like a better person as a kid yeah. and to also like feel like, hey, you know what, I'm actually making an impact here. Um, that's my experience at least. What about yours? I mean, it's like, what's there's so much to say in regards to kind of inspiration, kind of like touching on going back to when I was saying like, mm -hmm. oh, how I read books um, as a kid and being immersed in fandom as a kid versus being immersed in fandom as an adult, mm -hmm. it's inspired me in different ways. Because I feel like when you're younger, when you're younger, it's like you're kind of looking for that connection. You're looking for kind of like not feeling alone. You feel kind of supported within the things that you love, and you can look to different characters kind of for that comfort and that um, safe space. But then as an adult, um, I can think a little more critically about characters and their motivations and their personality and how. Um, their experiences have impacted their decisions in life and just overall the things that they go through and like I love the Hunger Games oh, I deeply yes. love the Hunger Games very passionate about it I could write essays about the Hunger Games but 
like Katniss Everdeen is such an incredible character mm -hmm. to me and she very much like inspires me because I relate to her in different ways but just seeing how she's overcome her challenges and keeps fighting even though she often doesn't want to fight she's just not really faced with a choice to it's sometimes you just have to keep fighting and get to a goal mm -hmm. even if it's not something you really want to do so I kind of like relate that into my own life where it's like oh things get tough in life sometimes you don't want to deal with what's going on in life but sometimes you just have to deal with it <laughs> sometimes you just have to deal with it and you see that in other characters too it's mm -hmm. not just like one attribute that one character has which also I love because you yeah. can relate to multiple characters on different fronts. like you don't have mm -hmm. to just relate to one character and be like okay nope you're not allowed to yeah. connect with anyone else exactly there's like always like little aspects of each character like you know parts of me loves Percy Jackson but then other parts I'm like I relate to Annabeth like this way yeah and that exactly mm -hmm. no I know exactly yeah. especially with Percy Jackson where you have so many amazing characters right. you can relate to all of them mm -hmm. in one way or another we all have ADHD that's how <laughs> yes, yes we do <laughs> uh, got diagnosed way late in life um, but that's what, honestly one of my favorite parts mm -hmm. about Percy Jackson it's the ADHD aspect and how they explain it and how they make it a very valid mm -hmm. thing to have. And I'm like, ooh, thank you for this, Rick. I appreciate <laughs> you. But um, yeah, looking into characters, looking how they yeah. kind of um, approach different things in life. Mm -hmm. I always like think of lines that kind of mm. connect with me in a, one way or another. Yes. And like you brought up Steve. I love, I love him. I love Steve. <laughs> But um, one of his lines where he's like, I'm not a hero, I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. That always like resonated with me because he's like, you know, like I'm not like a hero. He just stands for something. He just stands for what's right. And he keeps fighting for that. And he doesn't let anyone bring him down for that. And he'll challenge anyone who thinks otherwise if they are thinking of the flip side of it where it can cause harm. And that's something I've always loved about Steve and something that I've always like wanted to hold true to myself is you always got to stay true to who you are and keep fighting for what's right and what you believe in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, that's similar to me. Um, so I remember having this quote um, throughout high school and it's a Nightwing quote and it is, uh, never be afraid to fly unless you take the risk of falling. And that mm -hmm. resonated with me for so mm -hmm. long. And one of the things that, uh, that helped me with that quote was that I was always been afraid or timid about doing things yeah. or like, you know, you know, as an 18 year old, you know, brand new to the world, you're like, I don't know what to do exactly. And then, you know, I always had that quote stuck in my head. I had it, I had it on my screensaver everywhere to yeah. remind myself, be like, hey, just do it. You know, there's no point of like, you know, not doing something unless you take the risk. Yeah. So. I, I, that's yeah. definitely something that resonates with me as well because it's kind of like a, oh you never know yeah you never know what could happen from making a certain choice mm -hmm. and I often think I often think about my podcast like if I didn't make my podcast frankly I wouldn't be sitting up here if I didn't do that if I didn't create my podcast I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have met so many people in my life I would not be here if I did not make that kind of slightly impulsive choice <laughs> to jump in and start a podcast because 
so many incredible opportunities have come from that and I've met so many amazing people because of that. So it's kind of like a, what if I let my fears get the best of me mm -hmm. and decided, oh my God, no, I can't do it. So I did And then eventually it just comes to like, you know, like a domino effect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so there's always a domino effect. <laughs> also, Pick the wrong domino, whoops. <laughs> Honestly though, um, kind of like, I have another line though, mm, actually. Yeah. This one's from The Doctor. Um, if there's any Doctor Who fans here. So this is the line. Mm -hmm. The way I see it, every life is a pile of good things and bad things. The good things don't al always soften the bad things, but vice versa, the bad things don't always spoil the good the good things and make them unimportant. I'm not sure if anyone else picked up on that on my live. <laughs> um, but anyway, I love that line from the doctor because I feel like that's so true of life. There's good and there's bad, but you can't let one outweigh the other. And you gotta just focus on the good. Focus on what's gonna benefit you and don't let the bad get the best of you and just keep fighting, you know? You don't need to, I mean, I'm guilty of it. <laughs> I, let, I let the bad sometimes um, bring me down and impact my day, but I always try to circle back and focus on a good, a one good thing. I'm trying to think of so many quotes right now that I'm like it's running through my head. And that's why I wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I feel like, I feel like that's a yeah. solid way of finishing that part off. So let's go on to community, which is probably one of my favorite parts mm. of fandom that yes. I was actually probably the most excited for. Because again, like I mentioned, um, being inspired by my friends Ashley and Kennedy and how we met, inspiring me to you know start my podcast, it started a domino effect of things because I met them, we had a great time. I threw them my idea of starting a <laughs> podcast. They were so encouraging and were just hyping me up the entire time. And it was because of their encouragement where I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I can do this. Sure. And then from that point, I got onto TikTok. I actively posted on Instagram. I became more active on social media, which led me to meeting other people in my life. And so many friends, like shout out to my Jedi Council. I love those girls. I met them all because of TikTok. Not a single one of them did I meet in real life. It was all through TikTok. And I've met you. Well, yep. we met like briefly last year at Fan Expo. Yeah, we did. We just kept hanging out <laughs> we just kept being a part of each other's lives and you know last year because I developed so many of those connections I went to Star Wars Celebration I got to meet even more of my friends that I've met through TikTok and social media and be able to connect with them in person which is absolutely insane to do it's like oh my god you're real I'm not a lot of, not like a screen on like yeah phone. I'm like you're not just like waist up like you're <laughs> you're right in front of me and uh, I did cry. Aww. I'm a softie. <laughs> I'm a softie like that. But when it comes to community, it's such an important part of fandom. It, it is. is such a big part of you feeling safe mm -hmm. within a fandom as well. And like finding your people and finding comfort in that sense as well mm -hmm. is within the people who you bond with. So, and that can be through TikTok yeah. connections, mutuals, it could be through conventions like Fan Expo or Comic-Cons. So, Grayson, yeah. tell me some stories. <laughs> tell, oh, my stories go way back. So for me, the feeling that I felt like uh, felt that was through cosplay. And yeah. obviously like 
cosplay inserts into multiple fandoms. Um, for me, uh, cosplay actually helped me. Uh, so for people who don't know, I'm, I'm actually trans. So uh, cosplay actually helped me come out and feel safe as a community, especially exploring you know my uh, gender identity and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it also allowed me to like meet friends who are also trans because at the time um, it was a small community and cosplay actually helped me uh, connect with a bunch of people and there's a lot of kids uh, at that time who were um, questioning as well and at the time I was one of the lead examples uh, and through that I met so many people and I'm still friends with them today and I still help, help them inspire them um, in many aspects which I am still surprised about. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of TikTok, yeah, no, I started the same thing. You know, pandemic happened, you know, we couldn't go to cons anymore. I started uh, cosplaying through TikTok. I eventually started getting uh, traction on that. Um, I actually met uh, a lot of my friends through the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender um, phase when it was like really popular at the time. And because of that, I started making uh, friends and mutuals and we eventually started making like a huge group of avatar um, cosplayers and eventually like starting like a whole tag and everything and that was like really fun I felt like having a sense of community again when I felt like lost at the time so for that for me that I still love them I'm still friends with them today um, I have not seen any of them like you. They're still like an image on my screen. I highly recommend it. I highly, you know what? You just gotta say screw it and you gotta fly overseas to see them sometimes. But you know what? It, it is absolutely worth it. I mean, I have been make, I've had friends mm-hmm. that I've met online for years. And many of them, I'm still deep, very close with to this day. But I feel like my closest connections have definitely come from TikTok. But again, that's because we've found this mutual love and passion yes. for fandom. Like whatever we're involved in. Most of it, most of my friends are like Marvel and Star Wars kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I definitely I gained the most traction with Marvel. <laughs> I actually. It's not really funny. It's a little funny, but like I, when I first started my podcast, it looked very different than it does today, mm-hmm. but I accidentally became known as a Marvel podcast because at the time I was only going over the Marvel movies and it became like a, like a bit of a funny thing to me because I was like, oh, I'm not a Marvel podcast. Like I'm just like a movie podcast. Not even that anymore, but I thought it was really funny, but when I kind of took a step back and looked at it, I'm like, you know what? This isn't a bad thing that I'm kind of being labeled as a Marvel podcast because I've met so many awesome people who also love Marvel because of it, like because of this happy little accident. And so it's like still worth it to me. And kind of like on the topic of podcast, I have, that's like another aspect of it as well, because I've made so many different connections through the podcast as well. And not necessarily just like very close friends, but people who have become my mutuals on TikTok and who regularly interact with me and I interact with them and we're just each other's kind of like cheerleaders, mm-hmm. always hyping each other up and like encouraging one another whenever things get difficult and you kind of hit that wall of content making when you're where you're like, oh man, I don't really know what to do right <laughs> now. I don't know what to make. But I think back to 
every single guest that I've ever had on my podcast. And I'm like, wow, I'm friends. I like, I have become friends with like 99% of them. Mm-hmm. Like 99% of them I interact with almost daily in some capacity. And I think that's such a beautiful thing as well. Because again, it's like the thing where you never know where these connections are going to come from or how close you're going to become with someone. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, just because you meet them and become mutuals, that's like one thing. It's another thing to suddenly be like, oh my God, we're talking like every day. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh, we're like actual friends. No, and I- it's so easy to see. It's so funny seeing that transition because it's such a blurred line because <laughs> it just happens like so suddenly and like all at once. Right? No, I remember uh, meeting my friend Jack and literally he just like one of my photos started following me and I'm like, hey, this guy's cool. I'm going to follow him back. We still talk like we send each other like every single like Marvel update and we're like, did you see this? Did you see that? And just checking in. Just checking in, you know? But yeah, I know it. Just feel, for me at least, like, I'm such an extrovert and I love, like, you know, meeting new people and, mm-hmm. like, it keeps my brain buzzing. But, like, it's just, I love that feeling so mm-hmm. much and it's, like, it's such an addictive feeling. Mm-hmm. I feel like fandom allows me to be a bit of an extrovert because I'm also pretty introverted. Yeah, I lied and said I was an extrovert for <laughs> years and then I finally accepted it. I'm like, I'm like, I don't actually, like going out and seeing possibly being surrounded by people I'm like no I like my space and I like finding my um kind of like safety net and comfort but I feel like fandom allows me to be like a little bit extroverted because I'm so passionate about the things that I love the fandoms that I'm a part of that I can let go and be a little bit of a crazy person like actually be very (laughs) energetic and just like out there with it but um Kind of like honing it in back to Fan Expo, though. Mm-hmm. I want to really touch on like how events like Fan Expo, cons, um, like Star Wars Celebration, and how those are an incredible part of fandom because they bring us all together, and you are just surrounded by other people who also love the things that you love, and it creates a very safe environment where you know you can approach someone and express your love for their cosplay or um if they've got like a very like niche like unique accessory or even like a t-shirt that you really love and admire you're in a space that you feel comfortable doing so and it's like we're all friends in some capacity where we're all open to kind of that interaction and meeting each other mm-hmm. yeah i think that uh, overall you know meeting the people that like we love and you know we come really close with um i think it just has a long lasting like impact on us Mm -hmm. especially like you know as adults we might not have many friends as we used to compared to like say high school or college but you know through fandom like i'm i feel like i have met so many people and i still keep in contact with them compared to like you know if i wasn't in fandom i probably wouldn't have like known as many people as i would have today help that help that I sometimes look at my um, the, everyone I'm friends with, and I'm like, "Wow, a very large percentage of you are like, you could categorize as my Marvel friends and my Star Wars friends and like my oh, know, Lord of the Rings friends and like <laughs> Disney friends." And it's kind of wild to see, but it's like something that's really pure that brings us all together. Funny enough, my you reminded me because like my parents are always like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Hanging out with friends." They're like, "Which ones?" And I'm like, "These ones." Like. 
where? And I'm like, I don't know. I got too many of them. <laughs> like, sure. They're everywhere. Yeah, I feel like the really interesting conversation <laughs> came up when I went to Star Wars Celebration last yeah. year. I was like, oh, where are you going on? Star Wars Celebration, where is it? It's in London. Oh, um, who's going to be there? And I was like, all of these people that I met online. <laughs> And they were like, what? How many people do you know? Like, do you know them? Like, like I actually parents? do. And like, and be like, I promise I have their address. <laughs> I have their phone numbers. I promise you that it's going to be safe. But I mean, I feel like it's also just like wild to be like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Like, yeah. No, it's. You're going to get brought together. Right? Oh, my gosh. You know what it also reminds me of? Uh, me and my girlfriend. Because like, we also met through fandom too. And yeah. we met through like a bunch of friends from the fandom. And, uh, you know, Without them, I wouldn't have not met my girlfriend at all. Yeah. So I just still can't fathom at that point and be like, wow, we started like complete strangers and now we're like, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to kind of think about. But I feel like that kind of uh, wraps it up for that. Do you have any last kind of thoughts on how fandom has influenced your life? It has like influenced me in the most positive way ever. Um, I feel like it, it, fandom and cosplay have helped me, you know, through a lot of rough times in my life, but also brought me the greatest joys in my life. And I, within those times, like, it helped me grow as a person and be who I am and also, like, you know, learn about, like, you know, life lessons and everything. So I feel like as a community in general, like, it just feels like it inspired me to be the person I am and I'm actually really proud of the person who I am so I feel like without fandom without cosplay or you know you guys you know I yeah. would not be the person that I am at all so. I know I absolutely agree honestly whenever I just think about fandom I just become so grateful because it's been a big part of my life for for years and years and years and it's influenced my life in the best possible way and I'm forever grateful that I'm a nerd and a geek, and I love the things that I love because, again, I've met so many incredible people because of it. I've been able to experience so many cool things because of it, and that is a very special thing. All right, well, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Um, Thank you so much for coming today and joining us to discuss how fandom has been a big part of our lives and how, again, it goes beyond fiction and how it can impact our lives in incredible and positive ways. This has been so much fun to do. I cannot believe I'm up here. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh, of course. Honestly, I don't need an excuse to talk about fandom. I can talk about it all day, (laughs) which like, podcast. Anyway, again, thank you so much for joining us and I hope everyone enjoys the rest of Fan Expo weekend. Thank you guys. Thank you.